1: SFFYAL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams. I'm recording super early on July 21st, and today I'm talking about my Backlist summer reading list. But before I do, we're going to tell you about our sponsor. This
0: episode of SFF Yeah is sponsored by TBR, Book Riot's subscription service offering reading recommendations personalized to your reading life. Want great new science fiction and fantasy books to read, but overwhelmed by all the publishing buzz? Let us help. Tell TBR about your reading likes and dislikes and what you're looking for, and then sit back while your bibliologist handpicks recommendations just for you. TBR offers plans to receive hardcover books in the mail or recommendations by email. So there's an option for every budget and TBR is also available as a gift. Sign up only takes a few minutes, answer a couple of questions about your preferences, link up to your Goodreads profile if you have one and you're pretty much done. TBR subscribers are matched to bibliologists based on their requests, so maybe you love thrillers or want to read more romance, perhaps looking for poetry by writers of color, or maybe even some space opera. Whatever it is you're looking for, we've got someone who knows just what to choose for you. So visit mytbr.co to sign up today. That's mytbr.co.
1: Okay, so firstly, I'm recording this episode really early because I'm about to head off on a little vacation. I'm taking a big road trip through the desert, doing a lot of camping, um, visiting family for the first time. I'm feeling very much in a summery mood, and it feels appropriate to be talking about summer lists. Uh, We're talking about summer lists quite a lot lately, and I was thinking about some of the backlist books I would like to read this summer. I... Remember being a kid reading a lot of older books. Like, as a younger reader, and even as a reader who isn't a professional in the book world, there's an opportunity, it feels like, to catch up on things in the summer. I still associate summer break with sort of catching up on things, reading what I want when I want. And you know, I read a lot of new releases these days, uh, more uh, recently released books, at least, if not new releases. So, I wanted to take an opportunity to think about some of the backlist books I have not gotten to or have not finished. And so, the first of those books is The Killing Moon by N.K. Jemison. And this is a book that I've had on the shelf for a really long time. I believe I bought it sometime after the first Book Riot Live, which was quite a few years ago now. And I had heard so many great things about it from friends and from fellow readers. And, you know, it was on my shelf. It was on my shelf before I even read the Broken Earth series. So it just sort of got left there and didn't get read because by the time I thought about picking it up. The Broken Earth series had come out and I was focused on that. And so this time I want to take an opportunity. I want to get into it. It's been a really long time since I read a high fantasy novel, which I'm really excited to get back into. So this is a duology, which is I guess a lot less daunting to think about starting than a trilogy even for some reason. And it's a duology that's set in an ancient city-state, Gujaré, and I might be pronouncing that wrong. Uh, But in Gujaré, there are these sort of keepers of peace. There are the gatherers who harvest the magic of the sleeping mind. And they also do something a little bit more sus. They kill anybody who's judged as being corrupt. So in this ancient city-state, among these gatherers is a hero who's a gatherer. And something happens as he's gathering that makes him question his belief in Gujaré's order, in the way it keeps its peace, and the way it judges the corrupt. A hero meets a woman who plants the seed of suspicion in his mind, and it's a woman he was actually sent to kill. So now he has to make a pretty big choice, um... He has to put into question everything he has ever known and everything he believes. His faith is pretty rocked. And there goes the story of this first book in the duology that I cannot wait to read at long last. I have this old paperback copy. I got it used uh, back when. And I'm really excited to be able to return to the world to another world N.K. Jemisin has created because she's just amazing at that sort of thing. She's just great at world building and at character development. And, you know, I have never heard anything bad said about this book, and that's a rare thing. So I really can't wait to get into it again. That was The Killing Moon by N.K. Jemisin. And the next book I I want to talk about is Dealing in Dreams by Lillian Rivera. And this is one that I actually started a while back. And for various reasons, I had to put it down and move on to something else. Various reasons being I had to do some reading homework um, that pulled me away. And it was one of those situations where... I got pulled away and kind of never came back, not because I wasn't interested in it, because it was absolutely a great read, what I did read of it, but I just kind of forgot that I was in the middle of a book and had so much to do and to read that I just never made the time to get back to it. So I really loved the concept of this book. It is a dystopian story and Normally, I would be like, well, I kind of don't want to read a dystopian book over the summer. Like, I want to keep it light and easy. Obviously, The Killing Moon doesn't sound light and easy, but you know, I'll make some exceptions for these backlist reads. So, this story follows Nala, who's sixteen years years old, and she's the leader of this really fierce all-girl crew in this place called Megacity. And from the from the jump, I knew that this was a story that would bring in. Um, or tackle classism, because megacity has a area called mega Towers, and that's where you know, the wealthy and the elite and the chosen few get to live. The rest of megacity is pretty dangerous, pretty violent, and you know, you need a girl crew, a girl gang, to really survive. Um, so Nala is a exceptional leader and i remember at the start of this book when i i began reading it i was on i left off on chapter eight i believe um nala's just this great character that i really wanted to know more about right away and the thing about nala is that she's not really satisfied with where she is in life uh she sees mega towers and you know she wants something more than what she's got it's really tough living on the streets even with uh, a girl crew even as a leader and as somebody who seems very strong and authoritative but she does want to reach the mega towers she she wants to be in that world she wants a break so. She has to make some really unhappy decisions. Um, she has to make some choices about how she's going to get to where she wants to be. It's one of those stories where, you know, you have this sort of, you have this crossroads where you have aspirations and you have dreams, and those aspirations and dreams may not only make you abandon your friends, and the people you call your family. But in this case, there might be a situation that makes Nala betray those people. So she takes an opportunity to possibly get to Mega Towers, but she has to cross the border of the city and search for this mysterious gang called the Ashe Riders. And she has a guide But she has a bunch of doubts as well, and she is basically leaving her crew behind. And there are a lot of feelings about the decisions she's making that she's having in her own mind. Uh, A lot of conflicting feelings, and I know that this is going to be a... You know, a story of struggle and a story that has a lot of survival elements to it. And I really, really can't wait to get right back into it. And I'm sure that once I pick it up and open that book again, I'm immediately going to be pulled into the story the same way I was before, you know, I got distracted from it. I'm just going to have to tell everything to go away so that I can finally read this one. Again, that was Dealing in Dreams by Lillian Rivera. And that's it for my backlist summer TBR. Hopefully I'll be able to fit even more books in and I'm certainly going to be reading, you know, your usual new releases, etc. But SFF Yeah is a sound edited by Dr. Baker. Many thanks to them for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that your summer TBR is looking fantastic as well. You can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com. And if you have a minute, please do review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us. we love to hear from you as well. You can find me online. You can find me on Instagram uh, at SZainab Williams. That's S-Z-A-I-N-A-B-I. Williams. I'll talk to you later.